Shavu Atah, we are going to start Ilkhot Hames Umasat Harambam. This is uh, towards the end of Sefer Zemanim of the Mishneh Torah. Just let me give you a very brief overview of how these halachot are constructed. There is eight chapters to Ilkhot Hames Umasat. The beginning, the very first chapter deals with Hames and the Isur Achila mostly. Then we go to the Misvav Bi'ur. Uh, the third chapter is on Bedikat Hames, which is the Miswami Darabanan. The fourth chapter deals with Balira Eu Balie Maseh, which are um, which are Misvot de Oraita of possession of Hames, of ownership of Hames. Then Halachahe, uh, some general rules about Hames, what makes Hames, how Hames becomes Hames, uh, how what do we have to do to keep the the, the grain from becoming Hames. Um, and, and some things about Masa, but we really get to Masa on Perek Vav, the sixth chapter. We talk about Masa and the Misvah of eating Masa. Perek Zain, the seventh chapter, deals with the Misvah, also a Misvah of Pesach, which is the uh, Haggadah, <coughs> Misvah Minatorah. And Perek Hed, the eighth and last chapter of this treatise, deals with some details, Midr Rabbanan, Midivresofrim, some institutions for how to conduct the night of Pesach in a way that's most conducive for a very effective Haggadah. Ilkhot Hamesumasa Yesh Bichlalan Shemone Misvot Shalosh Misvot Ase Vehamesh Misvot Lota Ase Vezehu Peratan The Halachot of Hamesumasa include eight mitzvot, three are affirmative precepts, five are prohibitive precepts, and this is their setup, their enumeration. We have a special misvah not to eat hames from the from the noon, from hasot of the eve of Pesach and through Pesach. In other words, this is not the same misvah as not eating hames during Pesach. Why do we start with this one? Well, chronologically, that's the first thing that we do because it's before Pesach. Bet lehashbit seor me'arba'asar. The second one is to make sure that we do not own any seor. We are going to explain that in this chapter from the 14th day and on. Gimal shelole echol hames kol shiv'a. Not to eat any hametz all seven days of Pesach. Dalet shelole echol ta'arovet hames kol shiv'a. The fourth one is not to eat any mixture of hametz. It's a separate mitzvah with different laws and not to eat actual hametz. Five and six, they are really the same application, but there are two separate commandments in terms of counting them. One is uh, not to own and, and not to have in your possession. It's really the same thing, Hames, for seven days. Seven to eat the Masa. And eight, to tell the story of his Yad Misraim on that night, and, uh, and the explanation of this misvot occurs in these eight chapters. Not in this order, as we explained before, the eight chapters have a different thematic order. They don't relate each chapter to a different misvah. Perek Rishon, chapter one. Halacha Aleph. Kol ha'ochel kazayit hamez ba'pesach. A person who ingests, who eats, consumes an amount like an olive, an olive worth of hames. Why olive? We've said this several times. An olive is the, the, the smallest size, is the smallest fruit 
that a person can eat really and that it has some significance. Uh, fruits that are eaten in and of themselves, so take the, an olive and a grape and a, and a date and a fig and a pomegranate, the smallest of them is the olive and it's the one that you know you can eat an olive and that's still eating so it's the minimum size that has any significance in terms of having an amount that's eaten so if you eat an amount as much of an olive of hamas on pesach from the beginning of the fifth of the 15th day in other words for the night from the night ninth of the 15th until the end of the 21st day of nisan if this is done wantonly, purposely, willfully, the punishment is karet. Karet is a, a, a um, it's a, um, a consequence with respect to one's membership in Am Israel. More specifically, with respect to the benefits of the membership of belonging to Am Israel, which is admittance into Olam Haba. And uh, by the way, if if someone does it with Adin vehatra'a, they get malkut. The Pasuk is very explicit about this. Whoever eats Hames will be cut off from Am Israel. If this was done without knowledge, then the consequence is the same as the consequence for violating Shabbat, which is to bring a Korban Hattat that's always going to be that's always going to be the same kind of Hattat, uh, um, uh, unrelated, in, independent of the of the wealth of the person bringing it. And this is regardless of whether the person is actually chewing it as solid or melting it or somehow um, mushing it until it's drinkable and then swallowing and then drinking it. The hametz on Pesach is forbidden also to derive any benefit from not only eating, but also giving it to someone else to eat. That's also forbidden. How do we know that? This is Midr Rabbanan, it seems. And this is because the Torah uses the, the form of the verb of Ye'achel. Hames may not be eaten, as opposed to the Torah saying Lotochal Hames, which is also it also says elsewhere. But from the Pasuk saying, Lo yeachel hamez, hamez may not be eaten, Hachamim expand the prohibition to mean that one may not do anything that brings about eating, that brings about consumption. Namely, one may not derive any benefit from it. And whoever leaves hamez in his or her possession, his or her ownership during Pesach, in other words, does not get rid of it before Pesach, even if they do not eat it, then they are transgressing two commandments. The Torah says, you may not have, it may not be, it may not appear, seor, which is another word for Hamas, as we're going to say later, in your entire estate, in your entire ownership. It also says, you may not own any seor inside your homes. So inside your homes, inside your estate, the word is yera'e, the word is imaseh, but it functionally is exactly the same. And although the Torah uses the word seor here, Harambam explains, it's the same prohibition. Anytime we talk about seor or hametz, 
it's one and the same. Now, Seor is an Egyptian invention, interestingly. It's something that is used as a catalyst to speed up the process of fermentation, which is really bacteria reprodu reproducing inside the dough. And as they breathe, the bubbles of their breathing make the dough rise. And how do you do that? You create a culture. And you create a culture by letting a little bit of dough rot, literally. And you take that rotten dough, which is filled with bacteria, with organisms. I'm not sure if it's bacteria, actually. And you take that and you put that inside a freshly kneaded dough. And that bacteria that has grown already there is going to multiply quickly, or that organism is going to multiply quickly, and it's going to make the whole dough rise uh, in a, in a f faster way. So that is Seor. Seor is that catalyst, but Seor, in essence, is really rotten hames. And uh, the Seor and the hames have, with some exceptions we'll see later, the same din. אין אלוקים משום לא יראה ולא יימסה, אלא אם כן קנה חמץ בפסח או חימסו כדי שיעשה מעשה. Now, that's the prohibition, but in terms of the consequence of the punishment by a bad din, we have a rule that in order for someone to become liable under an earthly uh, court of Jewish law, they need to actually commit an act. And just by staying idle, not doing anything, letting the hametz continue to be owned by you, you're not doing anything. So unless you actually acquire the Hametz on Pesach, or you make something turn into Hametz on Pesach, in Pesach, then you are not really doing anything. There is no Maaseh, and therefore a person would not get Malkut for this. So if you didn't do anything, if the Hametz just stayed within your ownership without your doing anything one way or the other, then you are not Hayav Malkut. But umakin makat mardut, but the beddin has a discretion to give you makat mardut, which is something it's lashes for when a person cannot be given malkut officially, they get this unofficial lashes called mardut. Hames that went through Pesach in Jewish ownership, that hames is forbidden to be eaten forever. For everyone. And this is something, it's not in the Torah, but Hachamim forbade this. Why? Because a person transgressed Balirae and Balimase, Hachamim forbade to have any benefits from this Hames, even if this was done unintentionally, unwillingly. Hamim wanted to remove any incentive to have Hamas remain within one's ownership so that it could be enjoyed after Pesach. So they said, let's make it easy for you. You may not enjoy of Hamas at past Pesach, regardless of your culpability. And then there is no incentive to cheat or anything of the sort. Very difficult halacha to parse out, but bear with me. Hamas Hames that was mixed with something else that's not Hames. On Pesach, whether it's something of its own kind or something that's not of its own kind, this will make the rest forbidden in any amount. Mino and lo 
we are going to study that in Ilchot Ma'achalot Asurot. We are going to see the difference between them. But regardless of whether we know or not we know, any amount of Hames makes something be Ta'arovet Hames. Now, the word Bapesah can be read with a comma before it or after it, but it doesn't really matter. So if you read it with a comma before it, you're saying If a hames was mixed with something else, then on Pesach, it becomes forbidden, whether it's mino or enamino. And if you put the comma after Pesach, you are, you are reading it as Pesach is a hames that was mixed with something else during Pesach, not mentioning what would have happened before Pesach. However you read this, it's clear that in both cases, whether the hames was mixed before Pesach or during Pesach, this will become forbidden as Ta'arovet Hames. And it's Oser Bechol Shehu. It's a very special case about Pesach and other things about Hames. There is no Batel Beshishim, there is no Ta'am, there is no nothing. Any de minimis amount of Hames is enough to make the entire mixture Asur. Vehames Shele Yisrael She'avar Alava Pesach, Afal Pishahu Asur Bahanaya, Init Arav Ben Bemino Ben Shelo Bemino, Hareze Mutar Leochlo Achara Pesach. However, something of Hames that was under Jewish ownership during Pesach. So say I have, and we said this is also unintentionally, so let's say I have a loaf of bread that I forgot to get rid of before Pesach, and this passes Pesach, and I find it a week after Pesach, and then that loaf of bread gets dissolved and gets mixed into my soup or something. Then that soup that has inside it a Hamez She'avar Alava Pesach is mutar. Why? This is a kenas that Chachamim limited to the actual Ta'arovet Hames during Pesach, to, 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 sorry, to actual Hamets that passed Pesach, but once that Hames is mixed with something else, that kenas, that prohibition, that uh, penalty goes away, and why may it eat it? Again, this is very difficult to parse. Also, the second part of the Halakha can be read to refer as an alternative reading to encompass all ta'arovot. In other words, the, the, the kenas, the penalty that hachamim forbade to derive any benefits from hames she'avar alava pesach only applies to hames she'avar alava pesach, but it doesn't apply to ta'arovet she'avar alava pesach. But I think that that's not the most correct reading, and I, I, I stick with the one that I read before. Halachavav. En hayavin karet, the only circumstance under which a person would be Hayav Karet, although both are forbidden here to eat uh, the Ta'arovet and to eat the Hametz Atzmo, and although Hametz is Osir Bechol Shehu, in order to actually be Hayav Karet, one must eat actual Hametz. Aval Eru Hametz, but something that has Hametz mixed in it. Kegon Kutaha Bavli, Veshechar Hamadi, Vechol Hadomelahen, like Kutaha Bavli. Etymologically, this may be related to cottage, I'm not sure, but kutaha bavli is something that they used to make from lehema uh, me'opash, from bread that has mold in it, they mix it with milk, I guess uh, sour milk and salt, and it's something in which you can dip your bread, it's like a dip. Shekhar hamadi is some sort of a beer that's done without distilling it, but just by leaving fermented grains and then mixing them with water. And things of that sort, in other words, things that have hames in them, but they are not themselves hames. They have a, 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 I'd say, a minority of hames within them. 
אם החלן בפסח לוקה ואין בו כרת, if someone eats any of those things on פסח, it's forbidden, we said also בכל שהוא, but although the person gets מלכות, there is no כרת. Why is that? Because as we said in the introduction of the chapter, there is two different מצוות here. One מצווה is called מחמסת לא תאכלו, as we are going to see, not to eat anything that has חמס mixed in it, and the other one is לא יאכל חמס, not to eat any חמס. So לא יאכל חמס is the one that has כרת, but כל מחמסת לא תאכלו is just a simple love. שנאמר כל מחמסת לא תאכלו, because for תערובת חמס זה פסוק that we learn from is כל מחמסת, anything that has any kind of חמס in it, in other words, any mixture of חמס, כל מחמסת, the word is כל מחמסת, any חמס in any quantity may not be eaten, even if it's mixed in other things. במדברים אמורים, when are we saying that a person violates כל מחמסת לא תאכלו, you may not ingest or eat any חמס, even if it's mixed with something else. ושאכל כזית חמס בתוך התערובת בכדי אכילת שלוש בשים הוא שלוקה מן התורה. When the person eating this חמס that's mixed with other things, it's enough חמס in a ratio of one זית for every three eggs. This is less than 10%. We know that one בשא is three גרוגרות, is three dates. And we know that the date is larger, we don't, we don't know by how much, than an olive. So let's estimate it's less than 10%. If you have less than 10% of concentration of hames within any mixture, then however much you eat, it doesn't matter because the hames is too insignificant within the rest of what you're eating. And therefore, although it's up, up, absolutely forbidden, you would not be eating an amount sufficient to be liable for makut. But if this mixture doesn't have this ratio of one zayit for every three eggs, although it's forbidden to eat, if the person eats that, then he's not liable for makat malkut, but as, as we said before, there is a discretionary right for a bedin to apply makat mardut. האוכל מן החמס עצמו בפסח כלשהו, הרי זה אסור מן התורה. On the subject of eating any kind of חמס. Any kind of חמס. So it's interesting because the פסוק, כל מחמסת לא תאכלו, do not eat any kind of חמס, is used to refer to mixtures of חמס. ולא יאכל חמס, the פסוק that talks about actual חמס, although it doesn't specify any, וכל מחמסת, כל מחמסת תאכלו, it doesn't say ולא יאכל כל חמס, it's just as ולא יאכל חמס, it still is used when we are referring to actually חמס eating, to eating actual חמס, regardless of the quantity. So הרי זה אסור מן התורה, it's forbidden מן התורה שנאמר ולא יאכל חמס, as it is said, ולא יאכל חמס, חמס may not be eaten. ואף על פי כן אינו חייב כרת או קורבן, אלא על כשיעור שהוא כזית. However, although it's forbidden מן התורה, to be liable for karet or for korban in, in shogeg situations, one must ingest or eat kazayit. And anyone who eats less than kazayit purposely, wantonly, then the beddin should punish him using their vehicle of makat martut. We mentioned before there is a special misvah to not eat hames erev pesah from hasot and on. אסור לאכול חמץ ביום ארבעה עשר מחסות היום ולמעלה, שהוא מתחילת שעה שביעית ביום. 
is forbidden to eat hametz on the 14th day of Nisan from noon and on, and this is the beginning of the seventh hour of daylight. And one who eats during that, that time does get Malkut from the Torah, but under a different misvah, under a different charge, not lo yachel hames, because that's shivat yamim, not also kol machmeset lochelu, because that's also shivat yamim. Separate pasuk, shenemar lo tochal alav hames. The pasuk says, you may not eat, by it. The word al, by the way, in Hebrew doesn't mean on, it also means by, alongside. You may not eat alongside the korban pesach hames, kelomar al korban pesach, namely, alongside the korban pesach. Kach lamdu mi this is what hachamim learned, and they have this as a tradition, as an interpretation of this thing. The interpretation, as we said before, many, many times, is one of the of the prerogatives of the Bedin Hagadol to give the pirush of the Torah. So Hachamim learned from here, and this has an application. The application of this is midoraita, although it's Hachamim, the ones who learn this that you may not eat, what, what does it mean alongside the Korban Pesach? It doesn't mean that you actually have to have a piece of Korban Pesach and Hames in order to become liable, but during the time, during the time in which you would be able, the time that would be fit for Korban Pesach, in other words, from Hasot and until the end of the 14th day, that's Ben Ha'arbaim, Bo'hasi Hayom, if you eat Hames during that time, you become Hayav. Now, Hachamim, because of something called Yom Ha'me'onan, because of uh, the, the difficulty in knowing exactly when is noon and when is next to noon, etc., they added another hour as a seyag, as a, a precaution. They increased the time during which is forbidden to eat Hames before Pesach. In order to take us away from being too close to transgressing Isur Torah, they added another hour and they said from the end of the fifth hour, from the beginning of the sixth hour, in other words, from our, uh, from one hour before noon, it's forbidden to eat Hames, just so we are not, we don't cut it too close with Isur Torah. However, and it's from the beginning of the sixth hour that the Hames is forbidden, not only Bahila, but also Bahanaya. It's forbidden to enjoy, to derive any benefits from the Hames, also from the beginning of Sha'ashishit. Sha'ashishit, midivre soferim, ushar hayom min So the sixth hour, it turns out, is midivre soferim and the seventh hour through the beginning of Pesach is mide oraita. However, now comes the Yom Me'onan point. The fifth hour. So this is after the end of the fourth hour of the day. So right after the first third of daylight during the day. The fifth hour, Hachamim also forbade to eat during this hour, Hames. Why? This Gezera was made because of days in which it's cloudy and it's not really very easy to see when Sha'a Shishit begins. Shemait, Ibn Hamishit, Veshishit, lest a person 
confuses the fifth and sixth hour. It's not very easy if you look at the sky to know if it's 11 or 10. However, this extension of the Gezerah only applies to eating, not to deriving benefit from. Therefore, things that we have of Teruma, which became Tameh, so Teruma, uh, it's something that only the Kohanim eat, but if it becomes Tameh, then we have to burn it. Or Lechem Toda, Lechem Toda is, is something that, uh, that is brought with the Korban Toda. So those things, we shouldn't burn them during this hour until the sixth hour, and then sorfim hakol. So uh, if you have terumah or lechem toda, or other things of hames that are kodesh, you should not burn it yet, because they, they really, in, in reality, they are in a way permitted, but they are not permitted. You can't eat them, but on, 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 an, on the other hand, it's not, it's not appropriate yet to burn them, and you wait until all the hamets needs to be burned, which is, and you burn everything together. So what do we take? What's a takeaway, says Arambam, that one may eat Hames on the 14th day only until the end of the fourth hour. In other words, the first third of daylight of the day. During the fifth hour, we may derive benefit from hamas, for example, we may sell it to a goy, we may give it to animals, etc., but we may not eat it ourselves. And if someone eats b'sha'ashishit, it's not clear that this is also b'sha'ashishit, although it's forbidden to eat in b'sha'ashishit, but if someone eats on b'sha'ashishit from hour 11 through hour 12, then he would get makat mardut. And if someone eats from the beginning of the seventh hour and on, which is the time of Korban Pesach, then this is Lotis Bachar Hames Dam Zivhi, and it's Isur Minat Torah, for which a person will get Malkut. Tomorrow, Be'ezat Hashem will study two chapters, chapters Bet and Gimal, which, as we said before, refer to uh, Bi'ur Hames and the Halachot of Bedikat Hames.